45. And for the last time, for at least a while, that mm. music plays because <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're saying farewell to you today, Shib Su Yun. But, but I, I, I've loved that introduction. It's so soothing. Yes, it is. Uh, good morning to you. <laughs> good morning. Uh, we, we're going to take a look at... Um, as we have been doing throughout this coronavirus pandemic, culture has been standing, sometimes online. Um, but the number of infection cases here in Korea have significantly dropped. So are we ready to, to go beyond now? And, and actually, for example, reopen museums here in Korea? Nope, not yet. No? Okay. <laughs> Social distancing is still recommended until May 5th. And the Ministry of Culture, Sports and Tourism announced yesterday to extend the closure of its affiliated centers, which include the National Museum of Korea, all four National Contemporary Art Museums, and three national libraries. Five national performance centers will remain closed, and all seven national performance groups, such as the Korean Symphony Orchestra, will continue to suspend all performances. The ministry plans to open services gradually, and until then, continue to provide quality cultural online contents. All those quality cultural contents must be useful now that schools are open virtually, though, as well. Right. It's sort of the silver lining in these awkward times. As, <clears throat> as, sorry, sorry. as schools are getting used to a new way of learning and teaching, all the available online contents can be very useful. And there are plenty of special materials for children at, for each grade level, and it can't, but it can't be easy for teachers to find all the right materials. So the culture ministry got together with the Korean Culture and Arts Foundation to provide a rearranged listing of contents to sync with the school curriculum. This covers music and art classes, but also dance contents for gym classes and theater drama contents for Korean language classes. The ministry and foundation also provide teachers with guidebooks and manuals with instructions for specializing according to subject, age group, and curriculum. They've got to, in line with the interview we did earlier today on education online, Mm -hmm. maximize the benefits. And if there are some great benefits, hold on to them even when we go offline again with schools. Exactly, definitely. Meanwhile, last week we talked about some controversy with the movie Time to Hunt, but the dispute seems to have been resolved. Does this mean it will be released on Netflix? Yes, it will. We'll be able to see the movie on Netflix this Thursday at 4 p.m. in Korea. The main controversy was that the movie had been contracted out for sales abroad to a company named Content Panda, but the domestic distributor Little Big Pictures decided to break the contract because of the pandemic and went on to sign a contract separately with Netflix. Content Panda filed suit, and the court stopped the movie's international release. Now Content Panda and Little Big Pictures announced last Thursday that they have come to an understanding and agreed to release the movie on Netflix. Come to an understanding. Well, <laughs> it's a lot of meaning. Uh, one, one can imagine what sort of understanding that would be. And it's good that it's been resolved for the general public. They'll mm-hmm. just want to go and enjoy it. And now they can do so from their own homes. They don't have to go very far to do so. Exactly. C- could, could this possibly be a new trend, though? Well, lockdowns and social distancing measures have made the entertainment industry find new ways to reach the audience who happen to be in their own homes. U.S. online data providers SimilarWeb and Aptonia announced that since February 29th, when the first COVID-19 death in the U.S. was reported, to March 24th, Netflix traffic increased more than 16% and most likely much more in the days since. I mean, Amazon Prime globally is quite a big platform, but it's uh, not really 
uh, available here. I mean, it is available and it's not. It's limited. (laughs) Uh, And people try to get around that. But even even then, it's not very comfortable. So Mm -hmm. Netflix seems to be the most desired platform for many movies. Convenience is important, Mm. right? And and, and if we look at other Korean movies on Netflix, that's absolutely the case. Absolutely. There have been original Korean movies on Netflix, like Okja in collaboration with the director Bong Joon-ho, and the recent popular series Kingdom. But these weren't made for the theater from the beginning, unlike the movie Time to Hunt. Time to Hunt will be the first movie by a domestic distributor going straight to the web without a theater opening. For many in the movie industry, this provides a new opportunity. Netflix has flexible content restrictions, which allows more freedom to be creative. For example, the zombie historic political drama Kingdom would never have been possible on Korean TV, even for a late night time slot. And it also brings the opportunity to meet audiences from around the world. And at this time, many collaborative works are being made with Netflix by famous Korean directors and producers. So while this may not be a new trend, it certainly is a new opportunity. Why would Kingdom have not been possible? Because it's so gruesome or? Apparently, yeah. Right. Because <laughs> I was comparing it to sort of Train to Busan or something. It's not. Not, I mean, it is a bit more gruesome, but it, I, I, it, and, and perhaps a little bit more graphic in, right. in, the, in, in the thought process that goes along with the I visuals. I can watch things like that. <laughs> mm. But still, uh, something that the Korean platforms need to take in mind going forward. Exactly. We also have this situation, Sion, where locally we might be ready to reopen cinemas and have local releases but uh, that's only a benefit for very domestic oriented movies for the mm-hmm. global releases we're still going to be in this strange situation for a while. potentially for a long time yeah right. um are they going to uh theaters yet though for musicals and plays well apparently yes we know the phantom of the opera team went on performing until two cast members tested positive and they had to shut down and production cast members had to be tested and the audience monitored. But after 22 days, the show will be back on stage, minus the two recovering, now testing negative, cast members. As we prepare for a low-intensity social distancing measure called Everyday Life Quarantine, more theaters are opening up and cautiously resuming their schedules. Musical Dracula resumed its performance Sunday, and the play Black and White Tea will be on stage at Seoul Arts Center this week. Apparently, many theatres in the Dehangno district are opening their doors. Although there are concerns that we could see a second wave of infections if we all relax too much too soon. Exactly. But considering there were no infections in the audience at the Phantom of the Opera performances, the theatres feel that the precautionary measures they are taking are effective. So this will be a test period among many in the process to see whether life can return to almost normal. Speaking of test periods, the Chinese Labor Day holiday may have an explosion of travellers, which will certainly put that country to the test. I know, seriously. (laughs) Well, the Chinese Labor Day holiday is the five days beginning on May 1st. According to an online travel site, there was a 300% increase in searches for tour packages. Last year, 195 million people travelled around China during the same holiday. With most international travel still very restricted, It looks like there will be an explosion in domestic travels. But with more and more asymptomatic infection cases, this holiday weekend is regarded with great concern. They could come here and spend two weeks in quarantine. And then go back, right? Right. (laughs) 
and if it's only five days, it doesn't seem really worth it. Mm, yep. <laughs> but no one can go on holiday abroad these days generally. I, I, the travelling that is happening, there must be special reasons for it. Is it Probably business related. Business or related or having to visit home. family. Right. I, I have <clears throat> pondered, for example, imagine even... I don't know, the, the rather sad or gruesome or tragic circumstances that can occur around the world and mm-hmm. the need for sudden travel. Right. It would be very frustrating mm-hmm. and, and pile some misery upon the tragedy. But uh, let, let's talk a little bit about, about the air and travel industry. Yes, gone are the days of packed airports and duty-free shops for now, but countries all around the world want people to remember them and maybe plan their first post-COVID-19 vacation to their country, with enticing videos and messages. Switzerland is showing images of its hiking trail with the message, Dream now, travel later. The Seoul Tourism Foundation is using TikTok to show off spring scenery in the Seoul Now campaign. There are also virtual reality and augmented reality-based travel services available. According to the VR platform SuperVR, of the 10 most popular VR contents for March, four were travel contents. There are places that rent VR gear, so this may be a fun option to real travel for now. And what about other things we can do at home? More things, very exciting things. (laughs) (laughs) Many musicians are performing online, and the best of them together will be putting on a show to be remembered. The New York Metropolitan Opera will be live streaming the At Home Gala this Saturday, Sunday, 2 a.m. Korea time, featuring 44 singers from around the world, including sopranos, Renee Fleming, and Anna Netrebko. World's leading orchestras are joining the online performance movement. The Royal Concert Habao Orchestra of the Netherlands have been showing complete performances every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 11 p.m. Korea time, since the beginning of the month. The London Symphony Orchestra is showing performances every Thursday and Sundays on their YouTube channel as well. The Globe Theatre was showing Shakespeare's Hamlet as well recently. I mean, and there's so many things to enjoy the whole, online. The complete show? Yeah, for, like based within the Globe Theatre as well. Wow. Um, and some point we'll be listening to some great classical music in person. Yes, and one of those times will be in July. The 12 cellists of the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra will be performing in Korea at the Seoul Arts Center Concert Hall on July 1st. Tickets are open with a 20% discount if you get it by this month. Fingers crossed that by then the world will be a much safer place. Well, thank you very much, Shim Seon. Thank you. A long-lasting yes. thank you for today. <laughs> And uh, thank you for everything over the last few months as well. That is our program for this morning. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. But stay with us next for TBS EFM's COVID-19 live updates with Na Sung Yan in English from 9 to 9.30 and then 9.30 to 10 in Chinese with Chi Ming Ming.